Hi, girlies. Welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Alicia Gogan, the host of the Globe Secrets podcast, where I help you expand your mind and become more self-aware so that you can glow up into the best version of yourself. So when you're listening to this, I will actually be getting ready to go to Rolling Loud, or I will at least be in Miami. But even though I'm currently in Miami, the podcast shall go on. Of course, I'm not going to leave you guys hanging. This week has been really busy for me because I've been trying to make sure that I get enough content for you guys. But um, yeah, don't forget to be following me on Instagram if you want to see photos, outfits, vibes, videos, the artists that I'm going to see. And yeah, it's going to be a fun time on the gram. And my Instagram is the Glow Up Secrets, as you guys know, with every platform of mine. So today I want to talk about being a high quality woman slash high value woman. And I'm going to list out some of the things that I think that a woman who lives by these things or has this type of mindset would be deemed high quality. Now, let's talk about a few things before I get into it. If you are in the YouTube slash Instagram cultural feminine versus masculine dating advice, manosphere, even almost political type of realm like content, then you might have heard the term high quality man slash high quality woman that one percent all of that kind of stuff. And I am going to be talking about traits of a high quality woman from a woman's perspective, because some guys who might be in the manosphere, and what I mean by the manosphere is those guys that are on those masculinity podcasts that preach what being a high quality man is and what they expect and how women should be and act in order to get one of those high value men. And the thing is, is that men are going to value different things than women, but I'm talking about being a high-value woman from a woman's perspective. And I think these are qualities, traits, mindset, slash beliefs that if you live by, you will most likely start to believe and feel like you are high-value. And these are a lot of things that I live by and certain beliefs and standards that I hold for myself. And also... Definitely qualities that I see in the women that I look up to, whether online or in person. And I think it would be helpful if you're you're on this journey of just trying to become the best version of yourself to maybe be reminded of some of these things and check in and be like, am I doing these things? And this is not to say that just because you don't do any of these things on this list that you are not high value or not high quality, but... It's just to bring some awareness, I guess. Another thing that I want to say is that I'm not perfect and I'm still growing. I'm 26 years old. I'm stepping into my womanhood. I'm stepping into my feminine energy. I'm healing a lot of things that I have brought into my adult life from my childhood based off of different relational dynamics and there's things that I don't do perfectly and that I want to work towards. So some of these things on the list as well are things that I'm still actively working on living by. But I just think 
the things on this list, these are like qualities that really make me feel empowered and really make me feel grounded and stable and confident within myself as a woman. And when I think like this and when I live my life by these principles, I feel like I'm on the right path. Okay, so the first thing that I think a high quality woman does is she respects her time. And we could put the word boundaries in the same sentence as this. She is a woman who knows her time is valuable and does not spend her time doing things she does not want to do. And one may say this is a little bit selfish, but another and most likely another high value woman would say this is called boundaries. She knows that she can't put her time and energy into every single person that hits her up on her phone. She knows that she can't spend hours scrolling on social media because she has different goals in her life. She knows that she can't go to every party because that takes away from some of the things in life that she's working towards or just her own peace of mind. And she is willing to say no to people, places, and circumstances. And for me personally, it's taken a long time for me to learn how to say no and realize when I'm spending my energy doing something I literally don't want to do. Like there's been so many times when I was younger that I would, let's say my party friends wanted to go out. This is a really prime example because a lot of my friends know that I do not like doing this, but in Toronto, there are boat cruises, like big party cruises sometimes in the summer where you go on the boat for like four hours and they play music and everyone drinks and they have a great time. And I started going to those and really realized that I didn't like going on them. I liked it for like maybe an hour, but then you're stuck on the boat for three plus hours and it's just not fun. And like I wanted to go home. But I would still I would still go every time my friends would ask, I would still end up going Canada Day, a long weekend, whatever the case was. And every time it was the same thing. I didn't want to be there after like an hour and you're stuck on the boat. Only just recently I started actually telling my friends, I love you. I wish that I could go and have fun with you. I want to spend time with you, but I don't want to do that on the boat. So thanks for the invite, but I have to decline. And Recently, one of my really good friends, she had asked me to, she told me, well, she didn't really ask me, but she kind of told me like, hey, I'm going on this boat cruise. I know you don't like it, but I just want to let you know that I'm going and to kind of send you the invite because I really want to see you and I miss you. But she already knew that I was going to say no. And that is a prime example of you actually just telling people, expressing that you, in the nicest way, you want to hang out with some some people and do certain things, but you just don't want, you just, you just don't vibe with that certain plan that people have in mind and the people who love you and like you and want to still see you will respect that and that's what my friend did she completely respects that and so I think stepping into becoming a high value woman you have to let people know your boundaries what you where you will and will not spend your time you're protecting yourself and also your friends are now going to look at you as if she is the woman that does not do this. She's the woman that does this. She goes to dinner with us out with the girls, but she does not go to the boat party or she does not go to the after party. That's also another thing. I am not a girl who does after parties. Now, will it happen? Maybe depending on what I'm doing, which I don't really party that much, but 
let's say back in the day, there was times where my friends would want to go to after parties and I started to realize I literally can't stay up this long. I can't go to the club and then 2 a.m., 3 a.m. rolls around and I'm going to an after party. I need to go to sleep. I should have been asleep four hours ago. And so anytime people would ask me, I would say no. Or another thing is I'm relating this all back to partying, but there's definitely other examples. But this is just something that I've really had to put boundaries on because I did find that I was around a lot of people who were partying. Of course, you're going to that's probably going to happen when you're in your 20s. But drinking at the club, you know, when you pre-drink you have a few drinks with the girls and then you go out to the club or even if you don't go to the club you're like you just go out and you go to a lounge or whatever you do and you know sometimes the vibes are good and guys are around and everyone's got drinks and bottles and take shots I have a standard for myself that really and truly I don't even drink at the club now does it always not happen of course not maybe I'll have a shot or two just depending on if I even drank or if it's just vibes and I want to have a good time sure but majority of the time I am not even drinking any drinks that people give me at the club because at that point I already had a few drinks at the pre-drink why do I need to put more alcohol in my body at 2 a.m. I'm about to go home and try and go to sleep and that that brings it into the after party thing why would I stay up at 3 a.m. and drink more. I'm going to feel more hungover. I'm going to have no sleep. Like I'm going to be tired. It's going to ruin my day. Like all of these things, right? So I'm very just aware of how I'm going to feel and how my actions are going to either help me or hurt me. And again, I'm not perfect. I go out here and there. I have a good time. I allow myself to have a good time, but I also still have boundaries and I respect my time and I respect the things that I say that I want in my life. All right. Number two, She takes care of herself even when she doesn't want to. So let's think about skincare routines. Are you the girl that only does her skincare routine when she's feeling up to it? Or do you do it no matter what? And I'm going to bring this back to drinking again. I'm the girl that if I go out and come home at 3 a.m. and I'm tired or if I drink, which I'd never drink too much like that. But let's say I just I drank whatever. I'm just tired. I'm still doing my skincare. I'm still taking off my makeup. I'm doing everything. It's just, it's always been a thing. And again, this doesn't mean that you're not high value if you don't do that, but that's just a, a quick example. Are you taking care of yourself even on the days where you feel like crap? And this is not to mean that you're going to be doing a 10, 10 step skincare routine every single day, or you're going to be eating clean even when you feel emotionally drained and you have no energy to make a home cooked meal. But are you picking, are you doing things in your life that still are aligned with your health goals? or whatever type of goal you have. Are you still taking care of yourself on the days when you don't feel good? I think that is a very high value, high quality trait to have as a woman. Number three, she has a creator slash abundance mindset, not a victim mentality. I think it's so important to look at life as your oyster life as something that you can work with, that your circumstance does not mean that it always has to be the same, especially if you come from a place of poverty or adversity. I just think it's not helpful and proactive to stay in a victim mentality and stay relishing in your past, to be negative and 
just bring yourself down and also bring people around you down. I don't think it's helpful. And I am very much so a woman who has this creator abundance mindset. Am I always like that? No. Is it hard sometimes for us women to feel like we have abundance when we haven't had that in our lives? Absolutely not. It's important to realize that the victim mentality and you being the woe is me and everything happens to me and there's no good guys and I'm broke and nothing good is going in going good in my life that's very victim mentality and it's very much so not helpful I personally don't think so I think a woman who is high quality and high value she has this mindset of I can make things happen and she makes things happen. Now this is going to lead into my fourth quality is that she is resourceful and she is a lifelong learner instead of being in the mindset of I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. It's that same creator versus victim mentality. She is somebody who, if she does not know something, she is going to seek out help, whether that be asking other people in her life, asking questions, going on YouTube, reading a book, going to the library, being resourceful, asking questions, telling herself, I don't know this, but I can find out. Somebody can help me. I can learn this. And it's not about I can do everything on my own. It's literally being resourceful can be you asking somebody else to help you out. But again, it's the not being in the victim mindset of I can't do it or how do I do it? But then somebody tells you and then you never actually act on it because you still feel like it's too big and too hard. I think that's also another characteristic of just being a grown adult woman realizing that if you want to get something done and you want something in your life, it doesn't mean you have to be the creator and you have to do it all by yourself, but you have to be resourceful. There's no point and it's not helpful to sit here and be like, I can't do it. It's not helpful. I've always been a woman who's like, all right, let me learn this. I can learn this. Growing up in the age of social media, I think there's no excuse for you to be in the mindset of, I don't know how. Okay, go Google it. Go to YouTube, you will find a video to teach you how. I have people in my life who will constantly come to me and say, I don't know how to do it. How do I do this? And I tell them over and over and over again the same thing and they do not take action on that thing. And it's like, nobody's going to save you. You need to do it yourself. So I think that's a great quality to have. If you don't have it, pick it up potentially time to grow up a little bit and I promise you that if you ask if you ask people for help or guidance you are doing yourself a huge service you are stepping into that creator mindset all right number five she's responsible for her life her finances this can be in the realm of paying the bills making sure her appointments are scheduled She's creating goals for herself and mainly she has a job and she's always working. See, this is another thing that's kind of going into the last two points that I just quickly brought up. Obviously, it's going to depend on the family that you came from. And I'm not saying like if your parents pay for your bills that you're not high quality and that you're not a strong woman, 100% not. But it's the way in which you take responsibility of your life, regardless if somebody's helping you or not. I think a woman, I, and this is, of course, this is me. I've always been somebody who works, but I even see, I see this in other women, women who are just always working and learning and 
just making sure that they have a job and they're paying bills or that they're saving money or they're just being responsible. I think that's a very good quality to have as a woman because of course that's just something that you do as an adult, but it also shows that you just have responsibility not over yourself, but you could be having responsibility over your children when you have them. That's a good quality show even a man that you know how to take responsibility. And I don't even just mean finances because guys don't really care about that in particular, but being responsible for your life and finances and being a woman who always is working can translate into you being a good mother and being responsible for your children's health, their extracurricular activities, the home in general, whatever the case is. I think that it's very attractive I think to both sexes when you are somebody who is ambitious and who is working. If you're a girl who's sitting around complaining in that victim mentality, being like, oh, why do I have to work? I don't want to work. I just want somebody to pay my bills. Like, I get it. Some of us, you know, we don't want to always go into work. And sometimes it's very stressful and this, that. And yes, does part of us wish that somebody could just sweep us off our feet and pay our bills? Sure. But realistically what makes you different from every other woman you'll probably have to work a job in your life I'm not saying that you always have to work and your job might be different maybe right now as a 20 year old you're going to be in tech or you're going to be in the hospitality industry and maybe when you're in your 30s or your 40s your job is going to be being a homemaker and being a mother and being a wife that is a job by the way So it can definitely change, but I just think that it's really attractive and it's very high quality, in my personal opinion, to have a woman who is willing to work and who isn't sitting around being lazy and wishing that everyone else can just save her and pay her bills and she's not getting up and just being a part of society and helping society in a way as well. I just, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think that's cute. Number six, she's patient for things, whether that be with men or money or experiences. This is something that I've definitely had to learn and I'm still learning about just not being so into that instant gratification. You see something like a purse or a car or a home and you're like, I need it now. And you start making stupid decisions because you want that shiny, nice thing right now or that man You don't do proper vetting when it comes to a man because on the surface he looks like the one and you've been influenced from social media just by the way that he looks that he's going to be everything you needed more and then you realize he's not because you have not done your own healing work and you don't even know what to look like look for in a guy or even experiences right bringing it back to the partying thing. You don't have to go to every single party every single weekend or every festival, every concert, everything that's constantly going on because first of all, there will always be another party. And again, realizing that when you act out of this instant gratification, it can really mess up a lot of things that you're saying that you want for yourself. You need to have some patience in life for things, especially things of a value. And I found that the more that I wait, and I'm not forcing myself to wait, but the more that I stay patient, save up for something, or I give myself time when I'm dating somebody, it always ends up being a more high quality experience when I actually get that thing. I can actually experience it. I can actually appreciate it versus 
racking up your debt and just going to buy a bag because you wanted it right now. And then, of course, it's not important in like three weeks or spending all of your time with a man who you're really interested in. But you move so fast to the point where your relationship is done after like three months because you guys love bomb each other and you hung out every single day because you're obsessed with each other. Again, it's not to force yourself to not indulge in things that are beautiful in life, but to kind of be a little bit of a caliber for your own life and your own gratifications and realize the beauty and waiting and being patient and saving up and looking forward to things like maybe trips or an experience in your life. And I even think about that when it comes to my future husband. Do I want him now? Would it be nice to have him right now? Maybe. But also thinking about all the beautiful experiences, people that I will meet, life that I will live in between the time of me right now and me getting into a marriage makes me realize that it will feel so good when I actually do get that because I will have waited, I will have put in that work, I will have experienced a lot in life in the meantime. So I think... A good quality to have is to have patience for things that are really good in your life. And again, this is something that I'm totally still working on as I move into my late half of my 20s. Okay, number seven is that she's not looking for a man to save her, whether that is in love or even finances. So when I was a little bit younger, I definitely had this complex of feeling like if I just had a man, then everything would be good in my life. And when I did have a guy in my life, then I was the happiest. I was always the happiest when I had a guy I was talking to and I really liked. And then if I didn't have one, I was just like miserable with my life. And of course, that brings you on an emotional roller coaster. It also makes you do things that are not high quality because now your focus is on happiness but from somebody else especially from a man so you're going to start to do things in your life that will yield that result and your whole life is just consumed about getting somebody to love you and basically save you from yourself because that's truly what it is and until I really started to work on my self-love but also just creating a life outside of caring about having a man in my life I started to realize like I This man that I have, when I have a man in my life, he's just going to be adding to my life. He's not going to be saving me from my boring life. I started to create a life that I actually liked living. I started to do routines and taking care of myself, listening and reading and learning about life and indulging in life. And the more I did that, the more I realized that I stopped looking for a guy to save me from life and also there's definitely times where I thought oh well maybe if I had a guy to bring me out on dates and take me shopping and do all of these things like I wouldn't have to do it myself blah 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 I think that's really not cute and of course like do we want to be pampered and get taken out on dates and this that and the third absolutely and we can have a whole conversation about how important it is for a man to be that a provider and protector and I've made an episode about that already about why you're attracted to men with high status and money and all of that but 
I just mean truly a high value woman has a full life and she's not waiting around for a man to save her. Because the truth is, a man is not going to save you from you. Because as soon as he goes away, let's say after you've hung out or you have a break or he pulls away or you break up or whatever the case is, you're left with yourself. Not only are you left with yourself, but you're left with whatever you do in your day-to-day life. And if that is nothing other than only hanging out with him, only caring and only dressing and only doing what will attract him, then you are going to be very unhappy. And I also think that the more that you build a life even outside of a man, the less desperate you get, the less needy you get, the less attached you get, the less you chase away a guy, to be honest. That's 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 all about being in your feminine energy right there. Another topic we could totally talk about, but I think a high value woman, she's not looking for a man to save her. She knows that a man will add a lot of value into her life, especially a high quality man, but she's not looking for somebody to save her. Number eight, she has self-love and she accepts herself. Now, I've said this before, self-love and acceptance is not about just looking in the mirror and accepting everything about you and not wanting to change. Self-acceptance really is looking in the mirror, seeing yourself for the imperfect, sometimes perfect, all parts of you, and just accepting that this is your reality and this is where you are right now, and not judging and not criticizing yourself for not being perfect. When I see a woman who is unapologetically her, and I usually see this in a lot of older women because they just really just don't be giving an F about a lot of things, and I love that energy, when they make a mistake, or let's say they trip in front of somebody, or they say the wrong thing, or they make a mistake, they don't let it consume them, they don't criticize themselves, they either make a joke about it or say that's life or they're very lighthearted about the situation and they accept themselves. I think that is such a good quality to have as a woman because at the end of the day, you are not perfect. Can we just, can we all collectively just accept the fact that we will never be perfect? You will never look the most perfect every single day on a day-to-day basis. Your skin's not always going to look the most perfect. Your hair's not going to look the most perfect. Your body, your weight, your everything, everything you say you're gonna say cringy things you're gonna say the wrong thing to the wrong person and I just think that it's so important that you have that love for yourself and that acceptance to be like you know what you're not perfect it's okay it's literally okay that you made a mistake it's not the end of the world I love you anyways you are lovable anyways I think that is such a good quality to have and that's one thing that is kind of crazy to me because my mother has always been that to herself Kind of. I'm sure she's struggled with that before, but also to me as well. But I still didn't really adapt that until like now or sorry, adopt that until just kind of now in my 20s of realizing like I can't be perfect and I'm so sick of trying to be perfect and then getting pissed off at myself when I don't come off as the perfect version that I had in my head or I say something wrong or cringy or whatever the case is. I also have a video on YouTube about how to um, love yourself and accept yourself. So definitely go on to YouTube if you want a deeper dive about that video and just self-love in general and how to actually love yourself because I think that we get it wrong with self-love. We think that we have to accept every single part of us and we have to love 
all parts of our bodies and not want to change it. No, you can look at your body and be like, girl, like I'm trying to, I need to tone up there. Like I need to go to the, I need to go to the gym or I've been slacking. Like I need to fix things up, but it's from a place of love. It's not from a place of, I hate you. You are constantly a failure. And why do you keep doing this? You should be perfect. It's not about that. It's just, you're accepting your current reality for what it is so that you can start to proactively move forward forward in life. And I think that is a beautiful way to be, a beautiful way to think. And really, I think that everyone needs to be like that, truly. Number nine, which kind of ties in with number eight, is that she lets herself be wrong and makes mistakes and she doesn't people please. So again, being, I really think that a good trait to have as a woman, especially when you're glowing up into the best version of yourself, is to allow yourself to be wrong because there is there is so much maturity and so much wisdom and telling people and letting people know and just being real with yourself that you know what I was wrong and you're gonna have to learn how to do that as well in a relationship which I know can be hard for us girls we don't want to be wrong we want the man to be wrong (laughs) we don't want to accept that we've said something wrong or we've offended our man or our friend or whatever but I think that there is some beauty in humiliarity and being wrong and accepting that you are imperfect and that you might make a mistake and again this the complex of not people pleasing I think can be very attractive because the truth is you just can't you can't please everyone you can't do it and this also ties back to boundaries realizing that there's you might upset people in your life but realizing that your goals and your purpose in life it's not going to be in alignment with a lot of other people's purposes and their timelines realizing that you're going to have to say no is something important and it's either you learn that now right now or you learn that when you're 50 years old, it doesn't matter. There's going to be a time in your life where you're going to realize that you cannot people please everyone. Like you cannot do everything for everyone and you cannot be perfect. I'm sorry. You just can't. And that's okay. There's freedom. There's freedom in realizing that you don't have to go to work and look picture perfect. There's freedom in realizing that you can make a mistake and people will still love you. There is so much freedom in that. And the last thing, number 10, she is stable in her beliefs slash her values and her actions line up with what she says that she is or how she lives. This, my girlies, is something so important when we're talking about being high quality and high value because I see this all the time. And I will admit that a lot of us women can be very hypocritical and very indecisive and say one thing and do the other. We're very emotional and we don't know what we want a lot of the times. And I'm saying this as we because it's definitely been something that I've had to work on. I used to be really bad at this and I'm a lot better because I've picked up all of the other qualities that I've listed in this list. So let's give a quick example. If you say that you value marriage and family and community. You just want to be that housewife, that suburban mother, wifey, whatever. I'm just pulling these ideas or these thoughts out of my head because some of those things are what I want. (laughs) Let's say that you want that. Then the things that you're doing in your day-to-day should somehow align with the things that you say that you want. So if I want to be a wife, then I'm going to be intentionally dating 
men. So I'm not going to be dating men just to have fun and just to sleep with them and for for it to lead nowhere. I'm going to be having specific conversations with men. I'm going to be vetting men. I'm going to be asking the right questions. I'm going to see how we are spending time with each other and seeing if that is going to lead to the next step. If not, I'm not going to date you. If a guy is messaging me and telling me point blank period, he's not ready for a relationship, I am no longer going to entertain you. Even if I really want attention from you and I think you're attractive and maybe there's potential, no. I'm literally not going to spend any of my energy and time in you because you have told me that you are not looking for the same things I am. Same thing goes with being on a health journey. Let's say you have a goal of losing 30 pounds, but you are not create you are not spending any time throughout the week to create a plan on how you're going to do that. You are not creating any space within your week to meal plan, to learn about the foods that you need to eat, to learn about the exercises and the movements that you need to do. You're not putting any time in that, but you're putting in time going out every weekend and going to the club. Your actions are not aligning with the things that you say that you want in your life. And it's important that you do because let's say, let's bring it back to entertaining guys who you know are not going to be marriage material. You're most likely doing that because you have low self-worth because you just want attention and infection. Like you just want some type of connection, which it's not bad to want that. You're human. But again, it's also that patience thing, right? You have to remind yourself that if you wait, there's going to be something better down the road, but also you're showing the universe what you will and will not accept. And right now you're accepting low self-worth manifestations, aka men who don't want to take you out, that don't want to court you, that don't want to spend any time learning anything about you. They just want to sleep with you. But because you're in such low self-worth, you're, you're moving in that direction. But you have this part of you that wants the marriage, that wants something that you know will make you feel the most at peace in the long term. So I think it's the most important to get very clear with the things that you are saying you believe or your beliefs, even if you don't even know what you believe, like spending time learning about that. Are you religious? Are you spiritual? What are the things that you see other people believing in that you resonate with? Of course, you want to learn that for yourself and not just adopt everyone else's beliefs. And also values. What are your values? What do you care about in your life? What do you want in your future? Again, you might be young and you might not know this and that's okay. I used to never, I didn't really ever know what I even truly valued until I sat down and I said, what do I care about and what do I want in life? And it's easy to do this by just creating a goals list. Like what do you want in the next five to 10 years? Where do you see yourself? What do you want your days to look like? Who do you want to be surrounded by? What do you want to be known for? What would make you the happiest? And try your best to take your ego out of this because your ego will pop in and be like, I want a million dollar home and I want a hot husband and I want to live this luxury life and get my nails and go get my nails done every day and this, that. But I want you to bring it back to things that will truly make not only you but your inner child feel safe and content and honestly I think it's helpful if you stay off of social media when you're trying to get clear on your beliefs and your values because social media will really be making you believe that you value being with a billionaire and really you do not need to be a 
with a billionaire to be happy and feel satisfied in life and have all of your needs met, whether that be financial or mental, emotional, whatever. Um, I think it's important that you kind of let your ego step out. Now, it's going to be hard for you to also find what you believe in, what you value if you are not self-aware and you're not just aware of what you're doing in life to begin with. And I think self-awareness is such an important thing because once you're aware of your behaviors and why you do the things you do in your life, only then can you change that if you wanted to. So I find a lot of people, they value things based off of what other people value. So if you have a bunch of friends who are talking about wanting to be with billionaires, you're going to probably be influenced to want a billionaire as well. But is that really necessary? Do you really need to be with a billionaire? And the statistics on which you will actually be with a billionaire are very slim to none. So it's just important that you, honestly, you do some self-awareness, but you also do your own research. This is why I think it's so important that you be somebody who is willing to learn a lot about life. Go on YouTube, learn different ways of being and thinking, learn about politics, learn about economics, learn about social, cultural movements that are going on in life. Be exposed to people of different backgrounds and ethnicities and cultures that are living different ways so that you can see what you like and use these people as expanders. If you see somebody who has a career on social media and they're doing something that you really are passionate about, maybe that's something that you can go in the direction of. But it's important to realize when you're watching somebody online and telling yourself, oh, I should do that just because I should do that. Well, do you really need to be on TikTok doing dances or are you just saying you need to do that because everyone else is doing that? Do you even wanna be doing that? That is the thing that I think is so important. Do you wanna be doing the things that you tell yourself that you wanna be doing? So to wrap that one up, I kinda went on a tangent there. I think it's really important that a high quality woman, she is stable in the things that she believes in and that she values. She's clear on what she values. For me personally, as I'm growing into my adult self, I'm valuing health, I'm valuing family and love and connection and living a meaningful, purposeful life. And you will see the way that I'm moving in my life and the direction that I'm going in terms of my actions are all bringing me closer to those things and everything else I'm learning how to say no to. Am I perfect with it? No. Do I need to be? No, but I'm always being clear with the direction that I'm going. It's very, very good to have a direction in which you are going. And this is also a manifestation of masculine energy. This is why it's important to understand that even as a woman, you have both feminine and masculine energy. And it's very important to create very healthy masculine energy within your life through routines, through being clear with what you say that you want and making sure your actions are aligning to the things that you say that you believe and that you value in your life. And don't be so hard on yourself if you don't know. The more that you continue to grow, and if you're listening to this podcast, then you're already on this journey and you will find it out. Now, this is what I'm thinking I'm thinking that I want to start a series on YouTube where I go into these qualities that I have listed in this podcast episode and make like a separate video on different tips and tricks that I have done and that you can do to kind of get yourself to that point if you're still working on any of these. So that's what I've been thinking. So let me know by messaging me on Instagram if you like this idea or like if you want to comment on any of my YouTube videos. 
as well, I will know what you're referring to. Um, Because I think that would be good. I think I could go into a lot more in each of these qualities. So yeah, that's just my two cents. Like I said, there's so many different other qualities. And that was kind of more of just a way of living in mindset. Again, if we're talking about a high value woman in the manosphere, then most likely you're going to hear a whole different set of traits. I think this is something that is more so to build self-confidence and self-worth within yourself as a woman to be stable and so that you can prosper in relationships and prosper in your life. But definitely don't forget that if we're talking about men, because I have been talking about men lately on the podcast and my TikTok, um, men do value different things. And what you think a man values is different than what you value. So we could maybe also get into a podcast episode about that, but I do actually have a video already on my YouTube about what high quality men are looking for in a woman. So definitely go check that out. Go subscribe. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.